Do you consider yourself a high achiever? Smart, driven, highly successful? I am so excited to have you. My name is Julia Arndt and I'm the host of the Stress Podcast. I will help you develop your stress resilience the same way you've developed your workplace superpowers. Learn peak performance tools to thrive at work and in your personal life. Let's get started. Especially in the business world, resilience has become this buzzword, right? Everyone wants to be more resilient. Everyone wants to build their resilience because we want to withstand anything that comes our way in order to make sure that we can get back to baseline as quickly as possible and continue to perform at a very high level. So in today's video, I want to talk with you about how you can build your resilience and what kind of tools you can implement into your day-to-day -day life in order to make sure that you can withstand anything that comes your way. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to my YouTube channel. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm a peak performance coach and stress management trainer. And I'm really excited that you're watching this video today. If you are watching one of my videos for the very first time, Welcome to my YouTube channel. I'm super excited that you're here and that you're curious to learn more about how to sustain your performance over time. So make sure to hit that subscribe button right down below to make sure that you're receiving notifications every time I am posting new videos. So in today's video, I want to talk with you about resilience, how to build resilience. What can you do when you have had um, a big event, a big thing happening in your life and you want to bounce back to your baseline as quickly as possible. That's basically, first of all, what resilience is all about, right? Resilience says that we are capable of bouncing back to baseline as quickly as possible. And the more resilient you are, the quicker you are capable of recovering quickly from any kind of um, events that are happening in your life, right? No matter if it is a death in the family, a relationship breaking up, um, any things that are coming your way in terms of work, right? Any big challenges, any difficult conversations, any big turnarounds in your project, all of these different things can happen. Obviously, they happen on a day-to-day -day basis because we are all human beings and things just happen. But the question always is, how quickly can you bounce back from this event? How quickly can you go back to feeling neutral kind of, right? How can you feel normal again? How can you feel yourself again? So there are ways on how to learn, on how to become more resilient. It is not a fixed skill, but actually a skill that you can learn. And I want to share with you a couple of different tools today on what you can do, what you can start integrating into your day-to-day -day life in order to make sure that you are developing your personal toolkit on building resilience factors, okay? So I would say let's get started and dive into different tools that you can develop in order to develop your resilience skill. And to make it easy today, I want to make sure to share five different ways with you on how you can build your resilience. There's so much more that you can do, but I think it is helpful to break it down to a couple of different easy things that you can start thinking about. And the very first thing that I want to talk with you about is to take care of your basic needs. If you are a super stressed person, if you are experiencing a lot of stress in your life and you're not really taking care of your own needs, taking care of 
eating regularly, exercising, taking time off work, um, relaxing, right, recharging your energy levels, then it's going to be really hard for you to be resilient. You need to first of all take care of yourself in order to be capable of building resilience. The more you take care of yourself, the more resilient you will be because when you are even keeled, right? When you are at a good level, you're feeling good about yourself. If you're feeling confident, then of course, it will be so much easier as well to be resilient and withstand anything that comes your way. If you are super stressed and you are feeling already frazzled, it's going to be really difficult to withstand anything that comes your way because you know, you're going to react because you're already in a heightened state of stress. So taking care of yourself is the first most important tool that you need to take care of and that you need to integrate into your day-to-day -day in order to build resilience. This is obviously my main topic. So if you want to learn anything about stress management, time management, setting boundaries, um, routines, how you can develop routines, how you can develop habits, you can check out all of these different videos here on my YouTube channel in order to get started. So that's tool number one. Tool number two that I think we often take for granted but is so so important when it comes to resilience is to have a strong support system in place. Yes, it is important that you know who to go to if you're feeling really down or when you have had something happening in your life that has been really traumatic for you. So make sure that you know who you can go to, no matter if it is family, friends, co-workers, mentors, coaches, therapists, right? A, a, a support system can be so many different things. I would even count into your support system, maybe even podcasts that you listen to, books that you read, right? Because sometimes we just need a shift in mindset in order to get us back on track. So I want you now, right now, to think about five different people or five different things that you can create around you in order to build that support system. It's important to have that list of people that you know you can always reach out to no matter at what time of the day or night. It's good to have this list handy. So just take a minute, pause this video right now and just write down five names, five people that you know you can always count on and that is kind of your emergency list when it comes to emergencies in your own life. Tool number three that I want to share with you today is to manage your impulses. Managing impulses is super, super important because we all have them. Even if we are a well-balanced person, we, we might have an impulse, but we might be really good about controlling them. But then the more stress you have in your life, the harder it's going to be to manage these impulses. So managing impulses is a really powerful tool that you can build in order to, uh, again, just create more mindfulness around your own actions and behaviors. And so one thing that you can do here in order to build that muscle is to become more aware of what you are doing and how you are acting in certain situations, what kind of impulses you have. And I have a couple of powerful questions with you in order to start getting into that. Number one is what is the impulse, right? What are you trying to do? Are you grabbing for a snack, a piece of chocolate? Are you turning on the TV because you feel super overwhelmed? Um, are you going to bed? Are you going to lay down? Are you shopping, online shopping, shopping obviously um, in different stores? Are you drinking? Are you gambling? All of these different things can be maybe not so healthy impulses and coping mechanisms when you are experiencing a lot of stress in your life, when you 
you're experiencing this emergency situation or just something that has really frazzled you. And again, they might not be so healthy. So once you know what the impulse is and number two, that's question number two, um, in what kind of situation that impulse comes up, then you can start to build mindfulness and awareness around, okay, how do I actually want to react in this situation? What is the actual impulse? What would I like to do? But how? what can I replace it with? So that would be the next question, which is, what can I do instead? Instead of, you know, going out and doing whatever I'm doing, what can I do instead? Do I listen to something super inspirational? Um, do I go outside? Do I call one of my support buddies on my five person emergency list to talk with them about this, right? Have something more healthy in place. And, you know, again, when you are starting to think about these things, then it's already more in your awareness. It's more in your conscious mind that you should be um, dealing with the emergency state in a different, more healthy way. And that's why managing impulses is super, super powerful when it comes to building resilience and building resilience in a really healthy way. Tool number four on how you can build resilience is to build a list of coping mechanisms. And coping skills is, oh my God, there's so, so many things that you can do. And I'm going to share a couple with you and then I'll maybe even record a video on just coping mechanisms because I think we all sometimes know one or two things that we can do, but you know, maybe we just need a list of more things, right? A list of ideas that we can um, have handy when things are getting challenging. So one of my favorite coping mechanisms is journaling because I just love to sit down and write down my thoughts to become really clear on what is going on in my mind because you know we all have thoughts and we all have challenging situations things that we struggle with in our lives and i just love it to sit down and be mindful about what is going on up here and kind of let it all flow out so i can let go and move on in my life with other things but it could be so many other things um so journaling obviously exercising talking to people um drawing singing dancing um doing a puzzle think about the things that you enjoy to do really think about the things that bring you pleasure maybe you want to call a friend maybe you want to write a letter to a friend or do something in your community or you want to read a good book or you want to watch an, an exciting movie or something that you've always loved watching right those are all coping mechanisms taking deep breaths meditation yoga right the list is endless i'm going to put down a couple of things here on the side um so you can see a couple of ideas already but like i said maybe i should do a video about this let me know if you want me to do a video just leave me a comment down below and i'll definitely put that on the list of videos to record in the future and the last tool that i want to share with you in today's video is to learn on how to problem solve Yes, it's really good to solve problems, right? We can sometimes be pretty good at it. Sometimes we might be able to get better at it. We can always improve, right? Nobody is perfect. We're not all perfect problem solvers, but I think the most important question or the most important questions that you can ask yourself in this regard are, number one, what is in your control? And number two, what is outside of your control. Because when you're trying to solve problems, we sometimes focus on the things that we can't really control, that are outside of our control. And 
you know that's not very helpful right because we can think about these things we want to change other people we want to change the situation we want to change our external environment wouldn't it be so so much easier if we would be able to do that if we would have the power to change other people because then we don't have to change ourselves which is kind of harder to do right um, but let's be honest and let's be serious here yes i think it's really really important that you are focusing on the things that are within your control what can you do in order to change the situation i have these conversations with my clients all the time and they're always like they are like this and this is like that and i say i always tell them what can you do what is in your control how can you solve the problem what can you contribute to the situation in order to make it better because if you wish for example that a person is different or if you would like a circumstance to be different what can you do to contribute to that you know this is so so important and so powerful because it gives you power back it empowers you to make changes in your own lives and to work on the things that you would like to change so i really love this this is by the way probably my personal favorite because it's a muscle that you have to train it's a muscle in your brain that you need to train in order to yeah just kind of start thinking differently so how to build resilience five super simple tools it's not a fixed skill you can learn how to be more resilient over time build your own personal toolbox in order to know what to do and you know how to handle different situations when things get hairy and yeah and then you'll be totally fine i think one of the things that i wanted to share before we end this video today is is that it's also super important that when you are really experiencing a emergency state super you know hard situation to feel the feelings i think as peak performers we're really quick at okay what am i gonna do you know right we're jumping into these different tools which is great hopefully you might already have some of these tools but i think it's really important to take a moment and to sit back and you know just feel everything that's coming up in that moment feel the emotions right we're not talking about dwelling in the emotions i'm not talking about um you know sitting in them for months and months and months i'm talking about okay you know just be present with what's going on and then look at the list of things that you can do in order to get back to baseline that's always your goal so yeah that's all i wanted to share with you today thank you so much for watching this video if you liked it give me a thumbs up if you have any questions for me leave me a comment down below subscribe to my channel i would really love to see you here again and i wish you a wonderful day